everyone, I'm Cheryl McNeil Fisher. Dr. Kathy King and I want you to know you are important to us. We are thrilled that you're here with us today for another episode of Writing Works Wonders. Welcome to Writing Works Wonders. We're so pleased you're with us for another exciting episode. And this week, it is the Summer Round Robin. You know it'll be full of fun and excitement, as it always is. What is a round robin? It is part improvisation, part collaboration, but always laughter as we create stories together. We want to encourage your writing success. So put on your biggest smile and jump into the round robin Zoom pool with your Writing Works Wonders friends. I'm Dr. Kathy King, and I'm so pleased to introduce you to my fabulous co-host, Cheryl McNeil-Fisher. Hello, Ms. Kathy. Hi, everybody. I'm so glad to be here, and I've got the master of the website, master of the universe. We are going to start off with prompts, responses. This week's prompt was the word stupendous. Marlene, thank you. This is a nonfiction story. A fallen tree, stupendous crash, echoed with vibration. What could be this iteration? At 4 a.m. in the wee hours of the morn, looking outside, we saw no storm. Across the tar driveway, there is a hill where towering tall spruce trees stand still. One on the end had tumbled across the driveway in front of the car. Fortunately, no loss. The end. Thank you. Kathy, you need to tell them more about Round Robin? Okay. So we hope everybody's excited for the summer Round Robin storytelling extravaganza. We'll briefly review how it works for those who are with us for the first time or might have forgotten how to play this crazy game. First, Cheryl or I will read a very brief story starter. And while we're doing that, you can begin raising your hands if you are brave. Our host, Lucy, will then call on you in order to continue the story in rapid succession. Watch out because every once in a while, Cheryl or I will toss in a random twister to change the direction of the story. You will then continue the story in whatever direction you can. Remember, there are no wrong answers. There's always a lot of fun in this creative and collaborative activity. So let's keep the story moving. Cheryl, will you start the first one for us? I will. The Green family is going to the beach. Darla has a sprained ankle. And the lifeguard is sitting back watching the Green family and two other families figure out where they should set up on the beach. Um, I think we should go over there, uh, right over there. You know, that, see that, 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 that place over there, um, right near the, the edge of the, the, um, the mount, that mound of sand, because there might be a little bit of shade there. And I want to build a little house there and I don't want it anywhere near the water. Thank you very much. Couldn't we go over there, please? Well, my sprained ankle is hurting a little bit. I, I, you know, every time I use my crutches, they sink into the sand so much. I, I think I'm going to need help to get over there 
where you said, uh, get myself settled. Maybe we should ask a lifeguard for help? I love the sun, but it gets too hot. I love the sand. It's nice and soft. But I also like the shade because it's a little cooler. I also like the water, so I kind of like a little bit of both. So we do things in order. We go to the beach first. We sit down for a while, soak up a bit of sun, and then we meander over to the shade so my guide dog and I can sit and relax and just chill. Hey, that pile of sand you mentioned, I sure hope there's nothing ominous lurking inside there. (laughs) Well, I hope that guide dog and that friend of ours comes and sits near me. I like to have people around me, even though my ankle is sprained. It'd be nice to have company sitting near me. But oh my goodness, what's crawling out of that pile of sand? It has a lot of legs. Yeah, you got to watch out for those sand crabs. But you know what? I think with your ankle, maybe you could go in the water a little bit and it might make it feel better, you know, but all that lifeguard, he'll keep his eyes on you. Don't worry. Man, I think y'all have a lot of pizzazz. I really would like going out on the beach and sitting around with your guide dog. Fortunately, I have a couple of dogs that operate on batteries. I can't bring them to the water, but perhaps I can bring them to entertain you. They not only talk, they bark and whine and they wag their tails and they make the most preventable noises. Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's not a sand crab. That's, That's an alien creature. What do you mean, alien creatures? Well, wait, let's go grab him. You and I can grab him, and we'll throw him in the water. And I don't think alien creatures could do well in water. Well, and especially salt water. Did it have metal on its head? Maybe it will even get all rusty then. Let's go grab him quickly. What should we use to capture him? Wait a minute. Let's grab this blanket. We'll throw it over him. And then we'll drag them into the water. And But wait a minute, should we dissect them first? Do we want to see what's going on? Or maybe it would attack us? Uh, who has an idea? Well, wait, wait, wait. I think, do you have them wrapped up yet? I've got, wait, grab one of the pails and we could put it over his head. And then we could pick on it, pull out, see that arm that's sticking out? See if you can grab onto it without getting hurt. You grab it, not me. I'm not. I'll hold the bucket over its head. Oh, my God. There's more than one. They're coming out of the sand everywhere. Every Everybody, run, run. Well, I wonder if that creature that we're trying to get into the water and all these other creatures, I, I think we might be able to get some uh, wisdom from some of these creatures. Don't you think? I I think maybe we should give them a little chance. And if not, maybe we can see if they can swim. One never knows. Got to try it to find that out. Try and find out. Hey, there's the ice cream truck. I'm going to get ice cream. Heck with these guys. Bye, guys. I'm going to get ice cream. I'm going too. I want ice cream. Forget these creatures. 
And you know what? I'm not that nice. Let's just throw them in the water and see if they float. And then go get ice cream. Who wants ice cream? Look, all the creatures are running towards the ice cream truck, too. They must like ice cream. The end. Wow. Well, I did not expect to go in that direction, folks. (laughs) (laughs) One never knows. (laughs) That's what happens when I get thrown off the call and then I come back in and I have no clue where you guys are at, but I'm just going to decide. I was wondering if... (laughs) I was wondering if Cheryl, if that might have happened. <laughs> and nobody even got cream. to go swimming. Okay, here comes the next one. Saddle up, because here we go. This is in honor of uh, Labor Day weekend, which will be here in a few weeks. It's a nighttime barbecue, and we're having fun. But there are unusual creatures lurking in the background. Someone sees them. What happens next? We're having a really nice time and, and barbecuing, and but we keep hearing these strange sounds. Nobody wants to go and see. We're all afraid. We don't know what to do. We're just sitting there staring. Who wants to be brave enough to go and find out what the spooky sounds are? God bless America, land that I love. Great, great, great. Well, you know what? Let's just ignore that. I've got all these hamburgers and things all and hot dogs and and things. And I think there's a veggie burger there, too, incidentally. But, yeah, let's just have some. And and maybe they'll all those creatures. Maybe they'll just go away and leave us alone. But because I'm really hungry and I still have I need energy to go hunting them. Hey, what are all these cats and dogs doing under our tables? Oh, my goodness. Look, a platoon of aliens have dropped from the sky. What are they doing here? Are they after the hamburgers? Are they after us? What's happening? You smelled the barbecue from orbit. We're coming down to try to eat some of your human consumables. (laughs) Well, I'm an alien. I came from the sky. Maybe somebody can serve some peach pie. Well, I'll share some of this, but, but wait a minute. What do you have? Do you, do you have, did you bring something? If you're going to join this party, you better bring your own, some food to share because that's how this works. Bring your own food on and we'll share it. But what do you have? What is that? Is that a cookie? No, that looks fuzzy. I wonder if I can chew it. I'll have to try. Blueberry pie, blueberry pie. Blueberry pie. We bring blueberry pie. This is the alien chef from the kitchen. We have lots of blueberry pie because our hydroculator has broken and we are stopped to get new parts. And then we smelled your barbecue and then we got hungry. So we share our pie. If you can help us get to the next hardware store. Oh, wait. What are those dogs and cats eating? Hold on. Uh, Look at this bowl over here. There's something that smells like fish. It looks like porridge, but it's fish. Get out of my food. I smell the barbecue, and here I am sitting before everyone. And um, there's one thing that's missing, cherry pie. And all I can say is that she can make a cherry pie, Billy boy, Billy boy. She can make a cherry pie, charming Billy. 
She can make a cherry pie with a twinkle in her eye. She's a, a lovely girl that cannot leave her mother. We know cherry pie is delicious. Why not have some at the barbecue? Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, before we, all right. The, the blueberry, the cherry, all right, good. But you know what? Those are no good. You have to have whipped cream on them. You have to have ice cream. You have to have all other kinds of things. And wait a minute. I want to know what those other people, those alien people are bringing. And I want some more besides blueberry pie. Oh, boy. I'm standing back here and I'm I'm looking at something I don't think everybody else is seeing, but... The cats and dogs have all gathered together. I think they're making a plan. And I think, I'm not sure, but I think they're wanting to attack the aliens or maybe throw them in the fire, see if they're fireproof. I think these animals are coming up with a plan. And then we'll be able to get back to our normal barbecue. Oh no, Luis, Luis, stop. He's running towards the spaceship. Oh no, and the cats and dogs are following him. Oh no, somebody stop Luis. He's too little to go in a spaceship. All of a sudden, a huge crash sounds, and then the sky lights up, and it continues a rumbling sound soon droplets of water are falling from the sky. Cheryl. Sorry. What? I just can't stop. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, You carry on. (laughs) And then, with the rain pouring down, the aliens start to melt in front of everybody, creating huge puddles of alien puddles everywhere and the blueberry pie is mixed in with it and the dogs and cats turn around and run back from the spaceship and start gobbling up the alien blueberry pie puddles what do we do now we go inside and join that other woman what was her name cheryl (laughs) and take a nap (laughs) the end (laughs) hey cheryl are you okay over there Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Calandra just had me in stitches. I just could stop laughing. And as soon as I went to talk, I started laughing again. I was going to have the aliens start singing cherry pie, cherry pie. But by the time we got there, it was off in another direction. Oh my goodness gracious. Oh, that dear. was great, Calandra. <laughs> First, she just got beer in the cherry pie. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna mute. Carry on, Kathy, with the next one. <laughs> okay, alrighty. Here comes the next one, folks. Buckle up. <laughs> we certainly have jumped into the Zoom pool today, and and now for something not very different. <laughs> we have nighttime fairies. <laughs> Get into your fairy kind of frame of mind. They like the (laughs) fairies, Kathy. I know they do. (laughs) (laughs) So we have nighttime fairies buzzing around. They're bigger than a lightning bug. 
but they're smaller than a songbird. There are several fairies who are grumbling about the people camping, who keep disturbing their forest habitat. They decide to try to run them off with mischief. Okay, where's everybody? Quickly, we have to be kind of quiet. But you know what? They won't even notice those people. I think we all have to go. And maybe I'm going to Joe pull the the post, the center post. See that that blue, big blue tent over there? I'm pulling the center post, and it'll go plonk on their heads, and that will just tangle them all up. And maybe then they'll just pack up and leave. Maybe. Who has a better idea or another idea? You're going to need an army of fairies to do that. What's wrong with you? You need an army of fairies to pull that post. Come on now. How are we going to get an army of fairies? For real. Fairies are mighty. They're quiet, but they don't have to really be strong. They have their own magic powers, and it's for us to talk with them in their own little fairy way. They're graceful, they're quiet, but they're strong and they're mighty. Yeah, I agree with you about that one. But nothing is graceful as hummingbird. They're exciting, they're small, and they're grateful to be praised. The Lord has made us all creatures great and small. I say we take our little pixie selves and each of us go and 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 into the ear of all these campers and just ask them to leave nicely. We could do it while they're at the campfire and they're distracted and they might not see us, especially if we lower our little fairy lights. All right, you guys, you can't be so darn nice. This is not how we're going to get rid of these people. You have to get, be a little bit, you know, kind of bring, go, each of you go get that little, the, your other part, that nasty side. A little bit of nasty is not a bad thing, a little bit of nasty. So go get your little bit of nasty side. You can bring that nice one along too, but bring the nasty side and we'll get them gone. Help, guys. Uh, help. I'm in a, I'm in the beer. Okay, let's throw a rope to her and get her out of that beer. And then afterwards, you know, we're, to those goofy humans, we're practically invisible. So I've got an idea that's kind of nice and kind of mischievous. Why don't we go disconnect all their electronics and steal their power cords? Don't you think they'll leave if they don't have any power? That's a good idea. What if we throw sand on their fires? They try so hard to make their fires. It would be really frustrating if they couldn't make them. Maybe they'd leave. Aren't we forgetting our magic fairy dust? Besides being magic, when it gets on the skin, it makes you itchy and it makes you have a rash. So they're sleeping now. Why don't we sneak up on them and sprinkle the fairy dust on them? They'll break out on a rash. They'll think they have poison ivy. They'll itch. They'll wake and they'll run away because they're afraid of the poison ivy. Yes, I'm out of the ordinary. I'm Sheila and I feel like so nice. And you know what? We can get all these campers to follow us to fairyland and we can have a great big 
fairy party, except I'm not sure they'd fit in fairyland. Yeah, that I like that fairy dust idea because you know that it really does, it bugs them and we could sprinkle it in all really good places like on their noses and their eyes, maybe on their feet. Well, and maybe on, well, I'm not going to go there, but we could <laughs> sprinkle it all over and they would get so itchy. That would take care of them. And they maybe they'd take their cords also. Yeah, well, maybe we could plug the cords in somewhere too. And that would light them up. I had all you fairies in my shelf. <laughs> we talk about having a day uh, out, but why not a night out? This is her night. Tonight, everything's going to be all right. Ouch, 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 ouch. I'm stuck in the fairy dust. I tried to sprinkle it in this guy's ears. And he had so much hair sticking out there that I got stuck in the hair and the fairy dust. Will somebody please pull me out of here? It's really scary. Fairy? Scary? I remember the tooth fairy. Anybody remember the tooth fairy when you're little? You lose a tooth and the fairy comes and she or he brings maybe a, a dime or a nickel. One year I got a chocolate bar on my pillow. Ooh. Yeah, so that's, uh, remember the fairy godmother? On all the fairy tales we used to listen to when we were little. Hey, hey, I want that girl, that girl Deborah. she sounds like she's got a bird. Maybe we can fly around on her bird. Hey, girl, 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 bring over your bird, would ya? I feel like going for a ride. Sure, she'll be right over. <laughs> I agree, we should shrink them. Ah, uh, yeah, shrink them all. And we'll bring them to where we live. And then they'll, they'll know. They'll know. We're real. I have a great idea. I think we should ask our brothers and sisters all around us who are birds and who fly and ask them to poop all over the campers <laughs> so that the campers get really icky and then they want to go home. I am Mary the Tooth Fairy, and I am very angry. We've got to do something. Do you know what this little girl did over here in the blue tent? She left me a note, and she said because this her tooth is much bigger, she deserves $20. And look what she left me, an elephant tooth. That does it. We've got to quit talking and start doing. I like the idea of the, the, the itching and the let's it's shrinking and itching. Eating and shrinking. That'll take care of them. And also, did that other fairy ever get out of the ear hair? Because we have to go get her out. And also the one that was stuck in the beer can. You know, we can't leave our buddy, our friends. we got to take care of them first. So let's go take care of them. Then we'll itch them and we'll shrink them. Okay, in addition to the birds, I really like that idea. And also, Barry the Bear owes me a bunch of favors. And so I think we could get him and his buddies to pitch in on this project. Bears, birds, and fairies. We could really have a blast. What do you say? You guys, I think we ought to be nice fairies. We want a reputation to be nice fairies. So I'm going to go get ready for the party. And maybe when they get here, everybody should, should push and push and Maybe they'll get through that pinhole over the door we have in our, our parlor. Well... I think we're, we're, we're doing really good considering we're really nice fairies and we don't want to do anything really bad, but we 
we want our forests and everything to be okay. So maybe we should contact our urban cousins. You know, they have more experience at these kinds of things. And then a whole bunch of bears came running into the campfire area and they picked up the fairies and they jumped them around with them and it looked like sparkles running all around and the campers went running from the forest. The end. I was about ready to raise my white flag. (laughs) (laughs) It's a summer day and Charles is at the lake and he's sitting out early in the morning waiting for the sunrise. He's drinking his coffee and he stops and he looks and he thinks he sees something out there in the lake, but he's not sure. Wow, be careful. Perhaps she would end up seeing a crocodile or an alligator. If you're close to it, you might want to watch out, buddy. Put my binoculars on. Oh, it's a boat. Funny shaped one at that. Oh, but there's this beautiful lady in there. She's got long blonde hair and blue eyes. And I wonder if she's single. You know, I think I am going to try to get in my boat and go out and go close to her boat and see if she'll talk to me. Oh, 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 wait, 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 wait. wait. That, that's not a girl. That's not a girl. That's... That's one of those mannequin things. Wait, something else is floating next to the boat. Wait, wait, wait. Well, yeah, I agree. I'm going to get my boat. But, oh, I forgot to put gas on the boat. I was a bit too lazy and I didn't go to the, I didn't go to the marina. So I got to find a way to get out and find out what that is, a float on that boat. So <laughs> wonder how I'm going to do it. Well, maybe I'll jump in. Maybe I'll have a swim. But do I know how to swim? Oh, it's been a long time since I swam. Well, hey, let's do it anyway. And just let's have some fun in the sun. I don't know what you all think you see out there, but it looks like an several kind of monstery looking guys. One of them is they're kind of like going up and down. And I think I saw a couple of, well, if those heads don't have big teeth on them, I don't know what what those sticker things are. Those and a lady? I don't know. We someone's someone's drinking something. Wait a minute. I just came up for air as I was swimming and there's movement on the beach near the boat. What? There's a whole bunch of people? Looks like they're in uniforms. What's going on over there anyway? Did someone call for help? Where's the drowning woman? That's, oh my gosh, she's, it's the mannequin. She just kind of floated. She's floating there. But those those monsters, they're the Loch Ness Monster. But wait, oh my gosh, that, that mannequin seems to be floating. It's a mermaid. The Loch Ness Monsters are having a, a, a blind date with the mermaid. How did the mermaid get there? Oh my goodness, there's so much going on. There's the... The police and and they're trying to do the monster and here I am swimming and I don't I can't swim very fast I, I don't know what to do now I'm just lost maybe the Loch Ness monster will pick me up and put me somewhere else where there's safety oh I'm, don't 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 arrest me don't trap me don't 
I'm only a mermaid. I'm, I'm just out to have a good time. I don't know how I ended up in a lake. I just went to sleep and here I am. And now they're all after me. Help! Man, that is swimming in the lake. Please turn around and go home. This is a dangerous area. Remove yourself from the area or we will have to remove you. We repeat, remove yourself from the area. Man, um, this is, this is the mermaid and, and I can see that you're swimming and, and you may not be swimming for very long because you look tired. Take my hand and climb up on my friend Loch Nessie and we'll take you to safety. Fear not, my friend. We are not your enemies. Hello. Swish, swish. I'm your lead dolphin for the day. My name is Flair, and I'm here to protect you guys from sharks. And hi, Miss Lockie, and hi, Mermaid, and hi, all you folks on the shore. And just grab onto me if you need us to, and we can swim around. There's no fear of sharks since I'm here. Hey, um, I'm, I'm Calandra, the bright green and uh, black and brown dolphin. If you just grab onto my dorsal fin and climb onto my back, I can lead you directly to safety. Of course, I might be blind, but if I just train my ears to listen, I can bring you out very safely. Oh, wait, I can hear, I can hear everything around me. There's sharks. Oh, I better steer to the right. No, left. No, right. Okay, I'm going straight now. Now you are lead, you're uh, going off the shore. There's a boat directly in front of us. Why don't I leave you safely in? God bless. We're mermaids. We don't mean no harm. We're friendly. We want to pass on our charm. Cut the film. Cut. Do over. This is getting (laughs) out of hand. Time for ice cream. Get a rowboat. Please, please, Miss Mermaid, please quit pulling on my lovely Loch Nessie curls. You're pulling too tight. Just hold on gently, please. I find it really funny that they're yelling at me at the shore to leave the premises. Don't they know I'm considered disabled on land and I have to wait for paratransit to pick me up? (laughs) The director said cut. I don't remember my next lines. And you know what? This mechanical monster is just really hard to balance on. And the guy in the water, I mean, I know he can swim better than that. He's a terrible actor. (laughs) The end. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't want to let go of that one. (laughs) No. I I was trying to... I thought, you know, I was like kind of going and I thought, how can we do this wrap up? And I thought, that was oh, great, it's, Cheryl. It's a film. It's a film. <laughs> <laughs> and I Come out. on. We're in a lake and we got alligators and then we got, and then we got the Loch Ness monster, a mermaid and a dolphin and shark. Oh and yeah, sharks. We got all kinds of stuff. In the lake. And a, they all get in the lake. <laughs> 
Oh, we forgot about <laughs> Charles somewhere along the line, though. I think we forgot. <laughs> Charles, Charles was just sitting up on the porch laughing. I think, well, he was and, just watching the know. film. Yeah, he was yeah, just watching yeah, the film. Yeah, watching you go. Probably what it was, yeah. Yeah, 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 watching everything. Okay, so let's do one at a time and see if you have a favorite. And if you do, what you liked most about it. Let's start with that fairy one and the one we just did um <laughs> because they they both had interesting endings logistics of stuff the problem solving for the fairies was really was a lot of fun but it was it was challenging the other one was good because there were so many places to go and we all managed to focus pretty good as a group and i really liked that that collaboration was wonderful mm-hmm. kim I like the one we just did. I th- I think it took us a while to get warmed up today. Well, I think mm-hmm. we were more creative in the mm-hmm. last one. Even though I couldn't figure out how all these creatures got into a lake. That's the beauty of writing. It's hard to pick one. I like the problem solving of the fairy one. And I also liked the surprise ending of the third one. But sometimes I wish we could... Um, you know, sometimes we end up with all these far out things. It would be mm. nice to have a, but I know we have to go where the story leads it, you know, with the participants, mm. but sometimes it'd be nice to, to do one that's sort of in the real world. And you know what I mm-hmm. mean? So oh, um, yeah. I'm enjoying this activity and I think we did mm-hmm. get more creative as we went on. It's very interesting because I know my storyline now went and you guys didn't go there. I went to a dead body out in the lake and when somebody went out to look, then there was going to be something underneath, maybe a diver. Somebody was going to grab the other person, blah, 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 blah. And then even with the beach would be families. And they're all trying to figure out where, who's going what and what's going where. And then the tide starts to come in. I think it just depends on what mood everybody's in. But the fact is that the momentum kept going. It's interesting <laughs> you thought about the, uh, the dead body. Because I, 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 thought, I kind of thought the same way, too. I sort of mm-hmm. I thought, well, I don't know if, it, if I should build on that or whether. So I sort of went mm-hmm. with the story. But I had, I had sort of the idea of the dead body, too. He's looking out there. Mm-hmm. What is that? Yeah, I was more romantic. I thought he was going to find this beautiful woman and she was going to take him off somewhere. <laughs> I think it's hysterical. First of all, that, that Cheryl, you had it all planned or what you had planned. <laughs> we went totally off the rails. I think that's hysterical. But also that there was such and that's the thing. My controlling self shows up because I want to say, wait, wait, no, that doesn't come then. Wait, you need to do this. And so that's, yeah, but where it goes, is like insanity. <laughs> it's craziness. I love it. It's so funny because each of us speaks up and you just never know where it's going from there. And even though Pam, she kept trying to rope us in, like everybody just be nice. I think my favorite was each one. I kind of got transfixed on that pile of sand and my mind was going to my favorite classic sci-fi movie invaders from mars the original yeah. movie. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Cheryl, don't don't you dare get rid of those stories you're writing. Keep them because you're co- you're going to have a collection there. Though those sound really interesting, <laughs> and I really enjoyed how Carol Mackey and Deborah were able to, and I think there was another one too who uh, were able to do the poetry in their presentations. That's amazing. And Calandra's singing. I mean, I got to tell you guys, I was in stitches. And then when she started singing <laughs> the cherry pie, it was like, that was it. I was over the top. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next week's prompt is Cardinal, Blue Jay, and Wind, 75 words or, ne- or less, genre of your choice, whether it's story, poetry, fiction, nonfiction, Thanks. And now I'll turn it back over to Kathy. Okay. So thank you everybody for making this an amazing episode. We so enjoy hearing all that you'll do. This is the writing works wonders again. They don't do the round. Remember we were in the kayak. Please please mute. Please mute Lisa for us. (laughs) thank you everybody for making this another amazing episode we so appreciate the wonderful creativity you bring to us and for our listeners don't miss next friday august 19th august 19th is our writers chat bring your questions and ideas and then august 26th Watch out, we have a special guest. We're turning the tables on ACB Media's Sunday edition host, Anthony Corona. He will be with us and discover his writing career and much more. Everybody always enjoys Anthony, and we're so happy to have him on Writing Works Wonders, August 26th. Be sure to visit writingworkswonders.com for these show notes, resources, and previous episodes. Do you know you can take us with you? Use your smartphone, tablet, or smart speakers like Lady A to listen to our episodes. Thank you for joining us today on Writing Works Wonders. Kathy and I are thrilled to spend time with you. A tap on that button that says subscribe so you will not miss our show. You can also tap on the link for writingworkswonders.com. It'll take you directly to all the show notes and information that we shared today. Then you can sign up to receive the Zoom link so that you can be live with us when we are recording. You can also contact us at info at writingworkswonders.com. Our phone number is 347-467-0221. We also have a donate button. All donations go to technical expenses that Kathy and I incur in order to keep this podcast going. Kathy and I want you to feel encouraged and inspired and know the wonder in writing. And until next time, our friends, keep on writing. Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.